Christina. Hello. How are you? I am great. How are Good. you? I am doing uh, just as well, I think. Yes. Coming down, I just got uh, uh, traffic is back, like we were talking about earlier, and I'm still like coming down from being in traffic. Yep. But that's what, oh God, it's like a bourbon. And it's strong. It's my podcast. Yeah, that was a big glass you had there. Isn't sir. it great? Well, actually, okay. So <laughs> most, most of this is ice. So most mm. of that is ice. Um, it's like okay. slanted ice. Um, but it is still, still a good amount of bourbon. Like by the end a of this, heavy pour. Yes, yes, because I want one. I want one glass to like carry me through this podcast. Um, Fair. So and then Jamie. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, pretty much same here. There was like you know traffic on my way home too. Like I literally work ten minutes away from my house normally or i guess it has been for the last year and now there's cars on the road it takes me like 20 25 minutes to get to work and it's so annoying like yeah. i'm not used to this traffic bullshit like i want it back to the way it was like everyone was, stay the fuck home again <laughs> that was one of those like a hidden weird gem of quarantine but you know because i i worked the entire time pretty much still because mm-hmm. i worked in a research lab so I still had to go to work, but it was so amazing having nobody on the road, no traffic, nothing. Yeah. And yeah. I've noticed it's starting to ramp up and seeing cars in front of me slow down. What is this? <laughs> haven't, yeah, I'm like, haven't seen this world in a year. <laughs> you heathens, what are you doing back? <laughs> go yeah. back home and quarantine longer. <laughs> work from home. It was doing great. Okay. Uh, Please never come back. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of quarantining, we're going to go to our favorite uh, shining replica building um, in The Bachelor. It reminds me of The Shining. Like that, they're like a uh, hotel. Oh, wasn't sure where you're going with that. But yeah, it, it totally is like a haunted mansion. Yeah. It's just like the outside happening. too. Like, because mm-hmm. we watched the, like the shining in the fall looks exactly, the Outlook Hotel looks exactly like it. So yeah. It is spooky. Yeah. And there was a bloodbath there last week so there was a lot of people sent home last week this week was probably the most boring thing i have ever seen in my entire life yeah and i have i i think i know why um but before we get into the episode the tea the the tea cap cap. yep where we talk about things that happened in between in bachelor nation which to be honest there's not a lot this week i have one serious thing um, which was Matt James finally put out a statement about mm-hmm. the whole Chris Harrison uh, racist issues that have been going on. Um, basically saying it's been, you probably saw this post, Jamie, but um, yeah, I did. For anybody that didn't, it was an Instagram post with just text. Um, essentially, it said, you know, these last few weeks have been very challenging. Um, he's taking time to address things, et cetera. Um, he says that the Bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing uh, issues with Black people, um, and you know this moment has sparked critical conversations, raised important questions. He's continuing to process the experience, uh, and we will hear more from him soon. You know, but he's hoping for this to result in real change for the better. So, pretty pretty decent statement. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he is having a very hard time, especially if, as everybody. Expects he did pick Rachel. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if 
they're still together or not after all of this. Um, so I'm sure it's been very challenging. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, other than that, it's been kind of quiet on that front. Haven't really heard anything. It's about Chris Harrison. It was. It's interesting that he didn't address like the root of the problem, which was the fact that all of it was centered around Rachel. Which I yeah. guess maybe he yeah can't. yeah he was like don't touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, I don't think he actually mentioned. Oh, he did. He said, um, he says the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Cocconnell and the interview between Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. That's the only time he really brought up Rachel, but you know, he says they were incredibly disappointing. So whatever that means. Rachel said anything yet? Rachel Lindsay? Yeah, uh, no. Or uh, Rachel. Like, uh, yeah, like Rachel. Yes, I think she did. For a while, she didn't put out a statement, and there was kind of like concerns of like ABC maybe saying that she wasn't allowed to, and they wanted mm. her to be quiet. But then I think she did post something. Yeah, and it's, you know, I need to address some things. It was like another, you know, just text post on her Instagram, right? Apologizing. Um, talking about her family and how, like, I, I think her family's probably getting a lot of heat and people are, like, looking up her family's political backgrounds and everything and attacking them. So I think she wanted to kind of, like, defend them and t tell people not to attack them. But, uh, you know, it's a pretty pretty generic thing. Like, oh, we need progress. We need, you know, I deserve to be held accountable for my actions and need to grow, blah, blah, blah. That was a while ago. That was like February, not a while ago. It was eleventh, the eleventh. Um, feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> feels like forever Seriously. ago. <laughs> well, I mean, that was exactly two weeks ago. So, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of right after I think Chris Harrison stepping down. I think this, this yeah. came out. Mm. That sounds um, about right. Okay, I just don't remember hearing anything about it. So, yeah, and he's saying it, it's it seems like a pretty, you know, what you would expect type PR apology. Yeah. I think, like, this is the base level, like, of expect expectation for when this situation happens, right? Like, this doesn't fix anything. Like, no. this is expected to put a statement like this out, but then you need to, like, really show that you mean it in some way. Like, donate to, to charities or, like, do some sort of advocating in some other actual way that, you know, causes it. It's more than just like posting mm -hmm. something on your Instagram, right? Like that—that yeah. that is a, a start. So people are gonna see that, but you need to show that you mean it in some way. So, we'll see. Yeah, it's well, like a lot of these people like they want to be uh, influencers or whatever, and they want to they want to gain fame, but they don't realize that like that, that comes with a price. Like that comes with right. people now look to you to represent values that are good and um, straightforward, and you know they mm -hmm. it gets tough. Accountable for for stuff that you do and say. Well, it gets it. These are things that are always tough because at the end of the day, like they they did they had lives before they became bachelor famous. And if she could flat out say something along the lines of those views might be represented by members of my family, but are not represented by me, that is something that is totally like logical thing. We all have family members that are like, we don't talk to crazy Uncle Steve at Thanksgiving because he's just gonna blame all the black people and everything. Like we all have those people. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. if you can learn to like just own that and be like, I'm not gonna, you know, if even she wanted to say, I'm not gonna drag my family's name, but just know I don't hold those values or I don't hold those views. Um, that's right. it can carry so much weight because I feel like that's something we all can relate to. 
Agreed. There was a another post, a uh, a girl named Demi who was on a few seasons ago and was also on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. And oh. She was actually the first person of the Bachelor franchise, at least the American Bachelor franchise, to have a same-sex relationship. Oh. She had her... She was dating a guy in Paradise, and then a girl she had been dating who was not involved in the Bachelor franchise showed up to Bachelor in Paradise. And what? then was like, I want you back, kind of a thing. And so then they, they like stayed in paradise together as like a female family couple. Um, I don't oh. think they're together anymore, but that was interesting. That is uh, interesting. But she had a uh, post come up recently of her, there's like a, a shot of her, like, I don't think it was a picture she actually posted to social media or anything, but it was like a picture somebody had taken of her and she was wearing a jacket that had a Confederate flag patch on, on it. Awkward. Oh no. Um, and so people obviously brought it up, and she posted a video, actually, of her talking about it. And she was, like, very rough on herself. She was like, listen, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was an ignorant piece of shit. Do not be like me. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, and I need to be held accountable. Like, I, I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. I should have known better, and I didn't. Like, I'm a moron. This is not okay. And, like, went off on herself. And so that was kind of interesting as well. So it's one way to do it because yeah, <laughs> it, it it's yeah like a lot. It's amazing how many people. I'm a, like I'm a huge U.S. history nerd, right? And so it's amazing how many people actually don't understand what the Confederate flag means. Yeah, well, they've heard so long it harped in their, in, by other people around them that oh, it's just history. Like it doesn't really matter. Like they don't also understand the, what it, impact it has on other people. Yeah. Also, also the fucking Dukes of Hazard, just totally. <laughs> fucking ruined with that flag because they made it cool they made it rebellious mm -hmm. fucking fuck the dukes of hazard okay like they <laughs> hot take <laughs> no fuck them they took the confederate flag and they made it cool and rebellious when it's not fuck it stands for so much worse than that anyways yeah welcome Agreed. to weekend plans uh the number one american history show uh... <laughs> well, now that we got that that real serious tea out of the way i have some um some mild lukewarm tea to share oh. it's much less serious you got the piping hot stuff out of the way <laughs> yeah exactly so this is hilarious so i in my reddit sleuthing came across essentially somebody who mentioned that the skydiving subreddit uh has been discussing this episode because <laughs> As we'll talk about later, and as we saw in the preview from last week, um, there was skydiving. Rachel and Matt went skydiving, uh -huh. and there's a rough landing that Rachel has. <laughs> right. Well, apparently, that was incredibly embarrassing and not yeah. okay for the skydiving community, and they were going off about it. They were like, who is this person? Like, that landing was unacceptable. Like, they, like, I don't know the terminology, but they're talking about, like, the terminology and, like, the way that they landed and how, like, any any instructor should have known like how to do that better and it was like unacceptable blah blah oh blah. oh my god well Wait, turns what? turns out <laughs> this guy that was the one that uh was the trainer or the he looked like know, a total the, bro the instructor like yeah he looked like he good. is like pretty young and yeah, not is good. slightly new to it and his mom owns that area where they like did the oh, so no. he probably finagled it as like um you know wanting to be on tv wanting to like be the one that did it but he probably didn't have the correct 
experience to be doing it clearly because that landing was not okay and not normal (laughs) and he is like on crutches and broke his leg from it and they didn't see him at all yeah like and he's like out like he hasn't been able to do any you know skydiving or doing that because he like hurt himself pretty bad See, oh like, from the landing, it looks like it, they totally used yeah. Rachel's face to stop themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the landing looked like she was the brakes. Her face was the yeah. brakes. <laughs> like, it's awful that he hurt himself, but I find it really funny that they did not show that or have any concern at all nope. on the show oh shot. for this kid. But also, they like, that they didn't... broken leg out of here. That they didn't vet this better. Like, we need your most experienced people right? to, like, jump yeah. out of the plane with I guess, our... oh, I wonder, I wonder if, the, like, the company said, yeah, these are our top guys. Yeah, well, apparently wow. he's not. He's just the son of the person that owns it. There it is. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes so sense. So I found that That's amazing. That's crazy town. Because <laughs> like, I was reading all these posts on the skydiving subreddit about it. It was hilarious. What you done a skydiving subreddit? Yeah, yeah. That's it this is their moment. Of, you know, this is the moment of glory. This is uh, mm-hmm. this is what the skydiving community has been waiting for. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, they're mad. That's they're what really I mean. Upset. And it got ruined. It got yeah. you know. Because they were like, this This puts our sport in a really negative light. Like, yeah, this type no. of accident shouldn't be happening. And, like, now it makes it look like it, it does happen and it's acceptable and it's not. For me, skydiving will always be a no because I don't want to trust my life to a piece of fabric. I yeah, hard would pass. never. Would <laughs> never. I, I'm like, it's one piece of fabric. Like, that yeah. is all that is stopping you from plummeting to the earth and exploding. Right. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, yeah, I'm not, not an adrenaline junkie at all, so I don't understand, but... Anyways, no, that I'm, was I'm my... enough. Like, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Whew. I just thought, I thought that was hilarious. I needed to bring it up. That's, That's all I got. Spectacular. <laughs> now that was a deep fucking cut. I'm. I was here for that. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like the hottest tea, but it was tasty. So. Fuck yeah. Um. So, um, let's jump into this bitch. We are into week eight. Hometowns, kinda. Hometowns kind of, because kinda. instead of actually going to their hometowns, which they normally would, their hometowns yeah. come to them at mm. the Nemecolon place. Exactly. Yep. Um, so the previews for the episode are, uh, what I wrote down was, Michelle cries a lot, and uh, Rachel skydiving fall. And I feel like the previews, like, really were not, like, really representative of how Michelle's hometown went because like in the previews it looked like it went so horribly wrong yep that's then, pretty normal the, the preview yeah. is always always misleading like they just always clip things together to make it look like something horrible happened yeah so um our final four is uh rachel brie michelle and serena peef mm-hmm. uh the first hometown is michelle mm-hmm. and they start with a bike ride which i think was cute like um, I mean, there's not really too much else for them to do. Um, there's e- each of these dates like has some sort of like vehicle transportation, and I feel like they just kind of progressively like go yeah. up. Yep, I would like to point out that uh, during this bike ride, Michelle's wearing a long sleeve shirt, and you could not see her arms, and I was unhappy. <laughs> It was very disappointing. Um, uh, and then they did like a, you know, classroom thing because she's a teacher. Um, teacher. And I thought this was kind of cute. Did it was you? Kind of cute. 
but it's wholesome, then, but also creepy because, like, right. I, I can't imagine these kids then be, like, watching the show. Like, I don't think it's appropriate for any of those kids to watch the show. No, and so here's Watch their teacher make out with some stranger. Now, well, right. quick little segue here. Uh, that article you shared uh, that's on Vulture uh, mm-hmm. by Allie Barthwell, who currently owns A Special Place in My Heart with how sarcastic and wonderful this article was. It just an excellent article. Um, Allie, if you're listening, uh, I love you. Um, oh, so you should I, link I, it in the show notes. I, okay, I will try to do that. I will try to remember to do that for Allie. Um, she actually brings up a very solid point that these kids come on screen and proceed to ask Matt harder questions than any, as far as we saw, any woman has asked him on this show. Mm-hmm. They grilled this man. And and he did a bad, well, he did an okay job. I have <laughs> a theory that Matt right. I have entire entire theory that Matt because there's that there's this classroom zoom thing zoom ambush, and then he's ambushed by a baby later and he loses his shit. And he's like, "Hi, baby!" (laughs) Yeah, pokes it with his finger. He like doesn't know how to do it. (laughs) So doesn't compute. Um, but so here here's my opinion on like the kids thing. So like, I think it's weird because like their parents like obviously had to consent to this like heavily, and like why like and they, i don't know i think it's a little bit creepy and then is. also like in what world is your fourth grade teacher going to randomly introduce her boyfriend to the class yeah like never uh, i never would want my children to know anything about the dating lives of their teachers when exactly. i was in fourth grade Very i thought my teacher lived at school and didn't leave that classroom that's when i was in fourth grade that's what i thought so i yeah I, for the like for for the the show itself, I thought it was kind of cute and wholesome because I think Michelle's like cute and wholesome. But yeah, then, yeah when you paper when you step away from it and think like, oh, it's, it's kind of weird though. Like <laughs> they got all these kids involved in this reality television show, and then that means they had to have all those parents sign like NDAs and everything. And I don't know, it just seems a little like it's just a little, crazy, a little on the weird side. But uh, yeah, you know. I don't know. Like it just like kind of like gave like gave me the heebie-jeebies i wasn't super about it i eh. um it's a fine line it's a fine line to walk with kids right that's something i found interesting that uh oh i I guess this is later in the evening um, oh that's talking to their families but michelle mentions that she didn't know when she came in that she was walking into a rose ceremony oh which i found really interesting like that is because she was one of the girls that came in late, right? And oh, so she met, yeah, like I think she's yeah. talking to her sister or mom or something, and she says, "Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, like I walked in to a rose ceremony and had no idea." Like, damn, they didn't even prep you for that. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, we we see after their their Zoom with the the kids is when he goes with her to meet the family. Yeah, <laughs> and um. You know, I think the meeting of the parents went really well. Um, like she says that, like she would like absolutely accept uh, accept the proposal if he did it. Um, like he's the one. But then they all like play basketball. Yeah, just oh, casually. God. Yeah, like I think Which the article says, like in your dress shoes, you're just gonna casually play a game of, of basketball. <laughs> right, like they're all dressed hella nice. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, it just didn't really make sense. Um. So next up, we have Rachel the racist. 
Um, and my first note is, what the fuck is this car thing? Right. Where did she get that car? Like, clearly not actually her car, but was she... I want to know what happened. Was she like, hey, production, give me the coolest car ever? Oh, wait, are did we... they offer it to her? Hold on. Are we, are, we go, are, we just, are we done with the basketball scene? I wanted to make fun of that more. Oh, go oh, ahead. Make fun because of that me. was the most painful thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. That thing screamed awkward the entire time. Who is truly playing two-on-two with your girlfriend, quote-unquote's mother and father in your dress shoes and your dinner sweaters? You could fuck right off. No one's doing this. No one's having fun. No one's bonding. It was stupid. I hated that. It was very weird. It, and it was like came out of nowhere too. It was like they were all talking and having a good yeah. time. And I feel like the producers just have been like, all right, well, this is boring. Can we like, I don't know, do some sports? You guys are <laughs> Maybe fit. somebody will get hurt. <laughs> but like the wild Love thing is, that is that like no other family does anything like that. No, and it's and it's so weird that they chose, I don't know, the darker girl and her family to play basketball. What is that? It was just weird. It was weird through all of it. It made zero sense to me. It's not like Michelle was a almost she, you know, it's not like she was a college basketball star and like almost made it yeah. and blew her knee out. There was there's <laughs> no connection here. If they made any reference to her family like playing basketball previously, then maybe it would have made sense, but otherwise it's like, "Oh, wow, so we're all full from dinner. Let's all go sh- shoot yeah. some hoops." Like, Let me go shoot some hoops. fucking weird puke my fucking spaghetti out like i what are we doing it oh i hated it i was actually angry <laughs> it's forced it's stupid takes away from everybody i hated it dumb anyways uh where because this girl also brought up the basketball thing she has like as you do in your dress shoes play uh two on two with your girlfriend's parents anyways okay Allie, you're wonderful anyways continue um so yeah, that weird car, and then it was just weird, and then also like we literally just did like a fast car thing with Jasenia, like a couple yeah, weeks but ago. He was like blindfolded, and he was in a room room car. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. I don't again know what... uncomfortable. What is with yeah. these weird danger moments of this season? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what this. Can we stop is. putting people in danger? Well, like, it's like none of these people are, like, extreme athletes. Like, Matt isn't even an extreme athlete. I don't know what he does, but, like, apparently he builds gardens in inner cities. Like, that was the first time I heard of that. He does a lot of charity work. That's what they're talking about. I guess. I never heard any of this about him. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. that was, they just dropped that nugget just out of the blue. Like, oh, yeah, he builds gardens in inner cities See, for kids. I'm like, what? This is, okay, let me just, like, quick segue why you mentioned earlier this episode being super boring. And this goes back to why we all think Matt is super boring. And exactly what you just said right there, we know literally nothing about him. Right? Nothing. Like, I only know That's... that he does charity work because I followed other things and like read about him and other memes, right? But the actual show itself has not really talked about that. Maybe it did in his preview a little, but that was forever ago. I don't remember. Um, right. Additionally, like, I don't feel like I know any of these women at all. Like, no. this, this, this final four, like, there's been such a small percentage of time spent on them and actually their relationships and not just like them bickering with other women in the house or like having drama in an other mm-hmm. way, but like their actual connection and like in- information about their personality and their like things about them that like, yeah. this is not typical of a bachelor season. Like this no. 
it jumps so quick from drama to, to hometowns. It's like whiplash almost. Like it is. Yeah, I can feel it's that. Strange, and it's like that's why. Like, and I I've been reading this a couple uh, places, but people saying this, but like this episode was not good for that exact reason because all of a sudden it's forcing us to be like, forget the drama. Now we're focusing on love. And it's like, what yeah. love? Like we haven't what? seen like any of it. I have felt <laughs> love. Like, yeah, because like hey. none of these girls have had screen time. Yeah, it, no. like. Because all, and we can see that in the Bachelor data, like if you go mm-hmm. to the Instagram Bachelor data, it's like they track all of this and all of the screen time. Like the top several people that have gotten the most screen time have been white women that are no longer on the show, but caused the most drama. pull it up. And it's just it's ridiculous. It's, I it's, mean, yeah, for all we know, Michelle could have been a college basketball star that blew her ACL out yeah. of WNBA. That's why they play basketball. I don't know. I know. I mean, she's. It would honestly make sense because she has like a very athletic figure. So I mean, strong arms. Tall, strong arms. Uh, <laughs> so she looks like a forward. But like, I mean, I don't know. Right, and this is just. I guess yeah, it's just upsetting because it's just you know we. I feel like a lot of people are no longer super invested. Like you said, as like a, you know, a new viewer as, as well too. Like this is was such a boring episode because they went way too quick from all the catty, like, silly, goofy reality television drama to all of a sudden, like, oh, no, but this is serious, and we're gonna get married, and, like, we need to meet our families, and then we're gonna fall in love and stuff. It's like, well, they yeah, they didn't have a good transition mm-hmm. at all. They had okay, that- are oh, y'all yes. ready for this? Sure. Yes. So, um, per Bachelor data on February 18th, so episodes one through seven, I don't think they've tabulated through this week yet, so um, we'll stand by for that. But so according to last week, uh, do, 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 the first top four person does not show up until one, two, three on the list of most screen time. So uh, the people with the most screen time in order are Sarah, Victoria, Katie, and then Rachel, then Serena P, then Kit, MJ, Chris Harrison, Bree, Jesenia, Piper, Abigail, Michelle. So the top three are people that have been gone. Yeah, and then the next one, Michelle, is not for a long time. <laughs> right. Like, it it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And then, like, they even wasted so much airtime on that girl that they brought out and just got gunned down by the firing squad and then sent home. Like, mm-hmm. so Heather, much airtime. Yeah. Heather, mm-hmm. which so much airtime was, like, an episode mm-hmm. and a half almost, like, was spent on her. And it's like, what for? She literally came onto the show, mm-hmm. was murdered on live TV, and then was thrown back into her mom van and told to go home. Like, yeah, they they wasted a lot of time on really weird things this season, yeah. and it's just it's it's not working. Whatever. No. Okay, actually, speak, speaking of Heather, uh, she was only three people behind Michelle on screen time. Good oh God. Yeah. So that right there, it's that's why this episode is, was weird. Yep. Yeah. It yeah, it's weird. I, I, I like have gathered that it's just a weird season. Yeah. Super um, weird. But. Well but anyway, after that <laughs> divergence, uh, we can get back to Rachel's date and her oh, yeah. fast car being blindfolded. He's blindfolded. And he's like, We're gonna go skydiving and then he says, Wow, what could possibly go wrong? I know. That he literally says that. <laughs> Cut to Matt so, saying, What could possibly go wrong? We all I know will. Matt almost be willing to bet like twenty dollars that they filmed that little after. like aside after uh maybe 
Or they were, like, pushing for that kind of line. Maybe. You know? I don't know. They're like, hey, can you please say this? Just just in case. Right. Oh, um, but, like, I feel like that's a bad juju to make him say it before. Also, it didn't seem like he really wanted to do this. Like, she was all about it, mm-hmm. which was weird. Like, I, I just don't... I can't think of a lot of people just in my normal day-to-day that would be, like, hyped to just casually, with no preparation or thought, go skydiving. Like, I would yeah. never, but if I did, I feel like I would need a solid month to prepare my my psyche for this experience. You know what I mean? You don't just casually right. go skydiving. No. No, no you, you don't, don't just, just get dragged onto a plane. I'd be yeah. pissed. Like, what are we doing? You just drove me down this one, you just drove me down a straight, like, road blindfold. <laughs> like, I will go in the plane with you and watch you and then see you down at the bottom. Because, no. Yeah. If you want to do it, that's cool. <laughs> go for it. Be my uh, guest. <laughs> it, and, like, the other thing was, like, Rachel isn't, like, an extreme sports advocate, right? Like, who knows? I we know nothing about her. <laughs> Maybe she was other an ex-teams athlete. <laughs> who the fuck knows this season? Like, not well, I. Be a goddamn rocket scientist for all I know. Like I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Yep. Well. Uh, but anyway, as as we mentioned before, the she apparently was with a not super experienced jumper, and uh, he lands terribly and smashes her into the ground. Thank God her head was there to stop their momentum. Yeah. Um, and apparently <laughs> yeah, it's also like a backwards like flip. <laughs> I've read that it's also normal for the 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 writer, I think as they call it, to to not be wearing a helmet and then the person the the trainer person is does wear a helmet and that's so they don't like smash into each other oh uh, i guess so like she and, would yeah. land and then launch into his jaw or something with the mm-hmm. helmet i guess but yeah so well, a lot so of people were like why weren't they wearing yeah like why weren't they wearing helmets but apparently that's normal so interesting i also found it really funny that like they made it seem so overdramatic, but she's fine. And then also, it like quickly cuts God. to a scene where her hair clearly has been fixed. Oh yes, like very messy. fixed. And then all of a sudden, it's fine. It's like her yeah. hair is fixed, her makeup's redone, like she looks great. And yeah. then, like, all right, get back on the ground. Uh, you're so hurt. Yep. And they're sitting on the ground talking. <laughs> Good shit. It was. God, that was strange. And then it goes I on to be internet. like, oh, I just, I was so worried about you. I couldn't imagine life without you. And I'm like, yes, you could. Just think back three months ago. Like, you, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, don't give me that. Like, I couldn't imagine life without you. <laughs> like, what? But yeah, so they have that touching moment of you almost died in front of me, which to the, sh- you know, demoralization of everybody watching. It's looking like she's a huge front runner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it's what is that a uh, syndrome where you save Stockholm somebody? Syndrome? No. Oh. Well, there might be a little bit of that too, <laughs> but no, they they talk about it like Back to the Future, where like you save like a nurse syndrome almost, where like you save somebody, oh. you see someone almost die, and it like makes you fall in love with them. Oh God! Back to the about. Future. Oh God. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that explains why he likes her so much. His mom's constantly trying to fuck him through the entire movie. Oh God. That, back Gross. to the Future's it's a weird movie when you look back on it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, not Back uh, to the Future related. No, but it's funny you say that because um, I follow this Instagram account called uh, Not Skinny But Not Fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's fucking hysterical, but she talks about The Bachelor every week. And she said the same thing. She was like, well, they say that trauma brings people together. <laughs> like, I guess. 
Um, so true. But but like I mean, she like was like mocking them, but like it was. Um, but yeah, she, like, she's not fine. in a healthy way usually. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Especially when it's you know on national television. Right. Yeah. Um. So then we meet the parents, um, and her sister, I believe. Um. Uh, I don't remember. I think it's I think just so. the parents. Maybe there's a sister there, but the parents are certainly taking the uh, screen time for obvious reasons. Right. Um, and Rachel makes a statement, I've never seen a red flag, which made me fucking snort laugh because, well, actually, first of all, let me say that her, watching her, like, crash and fall was very funny. Like, it was a, it was a pretty funny, like, fall. Knowing that like, she's, like, okay afterwards, yeah. Right, like. I mean, honestly, like, watching people fall in, like, accidents are, like, generally kind of funny. Um, anyways. <laughs> I, well, like, yeah, I, I guess knowing that the guy who was, like, with her broke his leg, but, like, honestly, that's karma for lying about, like, well, he, oh, yeah, he's being a dipshit. That's karma. That's, that's kind of karma. Yeah, there, my friend. did a bad job. Yeah, that's uh, what happens when you, you I know. I wish she didn't get hurt. Thing. Like, he would have been in so much more trouble. If oh, she yeah, they probably gotten sued. Uh, but, I, so, honestly, I'd be surprised if they don't. Well, I think they're probably wanting that behind them as soon as possible. I don't know if that would, mm. they would sue a, a skydiving company. I don't want the money to get out of them. Um, you'd but be surprised, but um, I did anyways. check. No sister, just parents. Just parents. Oh, okay, thank Rachel. you. Thank you for the Zach check. Of course. Um, but yeah, she says, I've never seen a red flag, which made me laugh hella hard because I was like, dude, you're on a reality dating show. Like, That's a red flag? <laughs> right. That's a red flag in and of itself. But second of all, like, what? How you've had had like maybe eight hours of conversation total over eight weeks, or you, oh, I mean, plus your one-on-one, whatever. We'll like, call it just generously like fifteen hours, maybe. Right. Sure. So at the most, fif- yeah, fifteen-ish hours at this point. Like, there's not enough opportunity for a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like for, <laughs> for, for for like, I feel like the the most relationship defining moments need to be like moments of I don't know not not like normalcy right like when you're just like oh this is our normal thing or like we're going on a cool date that's planned or all this it's like when mm-hmm. things that are unexpected happen. well I mean I guess she did fall out of the plane so that's kind of unexpected so but, she, um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah but like it's like they've been going to cocktail parties right and just hanging out yep. and talking glamour dates. not like a lot of yeah glamour dates Play overcooked and then come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're fucking real. Exactly. I I have a I have a very personal theory that I think is actually one hundred percent accurate. I think before a couple even gets engaged or married, instead of marriage counseling, just sit down and try to be overcooked together. Do that, and then tell me if you're a good couple. So many people would not get married. That's exactly the point. For real, overcooked will fuck you up, man. Yeah, maybe not want to be friends with people for sure. So, <laughs> no, it's a very out. stressful time. It yeah, really yeah. shows people's true colors. <laughs> That's very fair. So yeah, if you're listening to this, uh, go play Overcooked with your significant other. And if you break up, it's Zach's fault. No, man, it just wasn't meant to be. I saved you a <laughs> headache of like you know years of waste of time, basically, because and thousands and thousands together. of dollars in divorce fees. Yeah, couples that play Overcooked together. And don't murder each other. They stay together. I don't know what to tell you. Hard facts. Mm. 
Uh, okay, so now we get to we haven't even gotten to the the dad's like uh, the, the article that you shared. Um, again, Allie, you're wonderful. Figurative shotgun over the fireplace was so accurate. What are your intentions with my daughter? Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. What do you want to do with my daughter? And mm-hmm. she was all like, he needs to ask my dad permission. And I'm like, this is just weird. <laughs> like, that so it's pretty me. normal. Like as weird as it is, like most of the time. That's a big deal, and they always make it a big deal on the show. Like, if really? the guy doesn't ask the, the parents, and sometimes, like, they'll ask all the parents. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just, like, exactly. Like, so what is weird. he supposed to like, do? And they, they don't necessarily say, I'm going to propose. Is that okay? They say, if it gets to the point, like, uh, that right. this happens, would I have your blessing? Kind uh, of. They, like, usually still, phrase it in that way. Still, they've only known him for, yeah. like, an hour. But I'm also really surprised that he, um, didn't considering he's like pretty conservative and religious and stuff it seems like that would be something that's important to him which almost makes me feel like he's not intending to get engaged i feel like he would have done it if he was intending it i 100 agree i i yeah i think he isn't sure what he wants to do yet but again also he could just be like this is weird i've only known them for like 40 minutes to an hour what am i supposed to do in this situation like that's how i'd be feeling well, I'm sure the producers mm-hmm. also are, like, pressuring me, like, oh, you should ask. If you're yeah. going to do this, you should t- ask. Blah, blah, blah. And so he doesn't ask, and it upsets Rachel a lot. Yeah. Yes. So I guess she takes that as a sign that she's not being proposed to, apparently. Yeah, which is, sure, logical, whatever. Well, because also a lot, of, a lot of girls that are really, like, conservative and, like, you know, mm-hmm. traditional like that, they wouldn't want to be proposed to if they hadn't gotten permission from their father. Like, so in her head, she might be thinking, like, oh, that was the one shot, and now if he does propose to me, Mm. I'm gonna have to say yes, even though he didn't ask, and so maybe it's confusing her feelings, you know? Yeah. Like, so behind the scenes, like, uh, in real life, like, I asked Jamie's dad for his blessing, but in all honesty, it didn't, I did that for more for him than I did it for Jamie. Like, Jamie doesn't care. But I know it meant a lot to him because he's traditionalist in that way. Right. And so I asked him just to make him – like, it was – I wanted him to have that moment nice in his life. Nice gesture yeah. for, for people that you yeah. know, care about it. And yeah. it was nice. Like, he, you know, he obviously said no, and we, we hashed it out. And, <laughs> and he, he obviously said yes. We, we hugged. It was a very nice moment. And I wanted that for him. At the end of the day, would I have asked Jamie to marry me without it? Yeah. It's Jamie's decision, not his. But it was – he wanted to have that stereotypical dad moment. So Right, and that's actually exactly what he said to you is he's yeah. like, Well it's not up to me. <laughs> exactly. But he you know, he was just like thanks. Yeah. Like he wanted to have that yeah. generic ass dad moment. That's so, cute. Yeah. Again, I appreciate that. Yeah. He'd never admit it. But. No. No. But But yeah. we're definitely not talking about it on the internet. <laughs> he doesn't listen anyways, it's fine. Um, no, neither does my mom, so haha. <laughs> it's fine, it's actually fine. Uh, okay, so we get through the grilling of uh, Rachel's dad to Matt talking about – he actually brings up – I love that every family brought up, yeah, but there's like three other women, right? That <laughs> fucking sent me. Yeah, I mean, I would be wondering too. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, me too, but I was expecting them all to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Super awkward. Like, what do you say and, to that? I was like, but especially um, Bree's mom as we're about to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bree's date starts out with them 
mudding in a Jeep, which is a choice. Another scary car ride. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, I didn't write down anything else from the date because I don't remember a fucking thing. Like, that's how boring it was. So it was a uh, one thing about it was Brie was nervous because she didn't have a conventional family to introduce him to. Like, she's had, like, her mom oh, yeah. and her friend. And then think, her right? baby sister. Yeah. Um, so that was a whole thing. But then they had a moment about that where, like, he didn't have a conventional family either. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then her friend's name is also Brie, which yeah, threw me. Was, like, okay, that's weird. But go on. Yeah. Um, and and I think the only thing I really wrote down from it, I think I don't I don't really remember a lot of their date either, to be honest. But um uh I think either his mom or one of them asked him about his feelings for her, or like if he loved her or something, and he responded that, oh well, I'm definitely falling for her. And it was like a weird, like non answer kind of thing. No, I think it was Bree's mom. He, yeah, he, he yeah. did that. I feel like for everybody. I feel like everybody was yeah. just like, "Are you are you in love with my daughter?" And he goes, "I definitely have strong feelings." Yeah, essentially. But, but then, okay. So before I get to my favorite part of this entire episode, this is when the baby ambushes him. By the way, this is when he is ambushed yes. by a baby. Yeah, and also a he brings out a crying baby. baby, and he looks terrified. As yeah, he should. Ba- babies are terrifying to be around. True, but they're like tiny, I have they cry, kind of... they're delicate mixed feelings about the baby being there at all like i think that's a little interesting bringing a baby on an airplane in a pandemic right and quarantining around a bunch of strangers right like i i have some feelings about that not gonna lie although that was a choice that they made well it's nuts to think like that's her baby sister though so like her mom had to be there had yeah had to be there and like this baby is fresh that is a fresh baby Oh, a hundred fucking percent. That baby is, also, came out of the oven recently. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just baked. Okay, <laughs> and they had to have been there for at least a couple weeks at this point, right? Or yeah. well, like two or three right. weeks. Um, or I don't even think you're supposed to travel with a baby. Period, until it gets its shots, which I think are at, like four months or something I like that. No, literally no. nothing about I mean, either. I, yeah. Um, but one. I could be mistaken. Um, so someone who's more knowledgeable about babies can ask. Maybe they drove there. Uh, fellow hot for content uh, staff member Jess, uh, if you're actually a good friend and listening to this episode, you've had a child. You let us know. Yeah, but she hasn't flown the, with her baby. Yeah, but she knows how old she the baby has to be to get the shots. Right, but I don't know if they have to have their shots to fly. I'm sure she That's, researched this. I don't know. Um, anyways. She doesn't um, listen anyway, so this is redundant. Yeah, no, so she's a fake friend. Yeah. Fake business partner. Anyways, um, where is I getting with that? I don't oh, know. but anyways, so yeah, like Bree's mom, like totally, wrote, like is kind of like a hard ass on Matt, which I kind of appreciated. Which is fair. Um, she's dad and mom. Right. I like Bree's mom. I, I like yeah, her too, too. Which I, I said, I, I, I think he had it coming. Like I, I was here for her. Um, and. Then my favorite part in this whole episode where Brie tells Matt that she loves him and he says, thank you for sharing that with me. Yes. Yep. Yep. When I tell you I die. I mean, yeah, it's like, 
when other girls have said that to him, he's had a very different answer. Is he changing his answer because he felt uncomfortable? Is he, change, is he not saying that because he doesn't feel that way back and he doesn't want to make them feel bad? Probably. Yeah. Probably the, the latter. Yeah, hard to say. And um, so that was my favorite part of the whole episode. And then next is Serena P., who brings a little bit of Canada to New A little bit of Canada? She's like Canadian stereotypes in one date. Uh, she yes. is too cute and too good for him, I would like to point out. 100%. Mm, and we're true. getting there also. Adorable. Um, and then they play hockey um, after doing some Canadian, eating some Canadian things and doing some Canadian trivia. I thought mm-hmm. the hockey was first. No. Nope, oh. that was the last thing oh, they God, did. Oh, they God, they, they ate poutine and then went out and, like, skated. Right. Also, apparently, Correct. that poutine was like a travesty. Like people, were it apparently. looked like a travesty. It did. Um, it looked Canadian, microwaved. The the skydiving community is offended by this episode, as is the poutine or the Canadian, you know, um, members. They're they're all the very poutine upset. enthusiasts. Yes, poutine enthusiasts are offended by the representation of poutine on this episode. Now, it is funny because she does. Uh, the article you brought does bring up a valid point where she prepares him a completely as non-romantic as possible Canadian quiz day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like, I didn't really think about it while I was watching it. I was like, oh, this is actually really cute. Like as compared to driving a, you know, Jeep dangerously through the mud or like skydiving. Right. Like to me, I think this is cute. Cause it was more personal. It was more like, fun and playful like, it wasn't super romantic no but what right but it was do? like learn like, about me yeah so i thought it was pretty cute but yeah you're right it was like not at all it was like the most don't touch me kind of thing they could possibly be doing yeah it was very like platonic <laughs> yeah yep, yep. Yeah. then she also asked him to tell her how many sides or points or whatever on a on the maple leaf and the canadian flag while he was surrounded by the Canadian flag, he closes his eyes and goes, 12. And it's just, like, wrong. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. idiot. Um, so, that happens, they play hockey, and uh, he claims that she, he lets her win, which, you know, whatever, I don't really care. Um, and then he meets the family. And Serena's sister basically says, and I agree with the statement that she's like just kind of going through the motions and like she's holding back. And I think last week when she had her one on one, that was kind of the solidification of that. Yeah. When she was like, when she realized that she wasn't that into him, but I don't think she wanted to quit the show. Hmm. Yeah, I think she was willing to, to give it some more chances, but I think she definitely, like, after that uncomfortable experience, she was like, yeah, I'm not feeling this guy. Right, and she also, I think, like I said, like, knew her family was coming the next week and maybe mm-hmm. wanted, like, some, a second opinion and, like, hey, like, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? And yeah, I, and also, like, I'm assuming. you've not talked to anybody other than people involved with The Bachelor for, like, almost two months at this point. Like, once yeah. you see your family, it, like, snaps you back into reality a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think she doubt. just, like, sees them and she's like, holy shit, okay, whoa, no, whoa. none of that. <laughs> Like, I, I'm coming back down to earth now, and real, like, these things start to clarify a little bit. It's true. Like, exactly. Their their vibes died on the day of that uh, yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, flat out, you could see it dying, you could feel it dying, it was gone. Mm-hmm. She wasn't into how physical he was, and he was not into the fact that she was not as physical as he wanted to be. It died. 
I also though months. got the impression from the state and some of like what he was saying that he's a lot more into her than she is into him. Oh he's yeah, like, apparently. Uh, her, first of all, her Serena's mom is is precious. Loved her. Um, but uh, it talks about like what what he likes about her. He said uh, that she challenges him and doesn't take crap from anyone, and he like genuinely is interested in hearing and learning more about her and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. That seems like a pretty like genuine answer that he like actually right. does like her a lot, and it, yeah, he uh, clearly, you know, was not on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not feeling the the same uh, angst she was. Yeah, because um, after they're done with the families, um, he uh, Matt James has a powwow with Chris Harrison, which I feel like could have been edited out. Like, yeah. I think that was necessary. I have in my notes, so, like, right after the dates, my next line is, the Dark Lord emerges. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. Um, like, he could have just gone straight to Serena's room. Like, I feel like that li- that, like, few 18 seconds or however long it was, like, could have just completely been omitted. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he's still, like, an executive producer on this show, so. Maybe as much as... Like, required airtime. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm Which sure he, he might even be like contractually obligated to a certain amount of airtime. Yeah, but, I'm knows. sure he does, even if he gets himself in hot water. Um, and then Matt James and, and Serena have a conversation, um, kind of about where they're at. And Matt says a line that fucking killed me. He's like, I know this process is a lot. And I was like, bitch, how? Like, it's everybody's first time. Yeah, like, you've never been on The Bachelorette, so you don't know. This is hard. No. And, you know, there's kind of some back and forth, and then Serena P. basically dumps him. Yeah, she doesn't just dump him. She says, in classic Bachelor, like, this is Bachelor Mm -hmm. lingo 101, she says, I don't think you're my person. Person. Which is fucking harsh, but... It's true, but also, yeah, they talk, like, especially, like, Bachelor in Paradise will throw this around a lot, but, like, a lot of the people will say that, like, oh, you're just my person, like, or I don't know if this is my person, like, it's interesting a lot in the Bachelor franchise world, so, yeah, when she said that, I was like, ooh, like, that means a lot, like, that's extra, that's, like, uh, it's, like, top-notch Bachelor feelings, like, things are, like, levels of, like, oh, I'm falling for you, oh, you're this, like, Mm. oh, you're my person, that's, like, bachelor 100 level 100 so Damn, for oh my her God, to that. say that to him like that was harsh and he's like straight in shock by this like he doesn't even respond for yeah. a minute or so the see. man did not see that coming like he was big upset like he ends up crying which bold he does yeah we bold. actually see it like a lot of emotion from him and i think yeah. like the article i sent you again shout out to that article because it's brilliant Oh, like it's like is this the first time this man's ever been broken up with and not gotten something he wanted it might be possibly so. possibly because he did not know how to react to this at all no like he was shook like it was very funny um he's also never anyway. been in a relationship longer than than what like three months so yeah i was gonna say like three or four months something wild <laughs> Um, so yeah, then she, or he, he gets driven back to his hotel, and then it's the rose ceremony, and nobody goes home. 
Yeah, the, the world's lamest rose ceremony. Really, like interesting drama of like they, they they still make the girls walk in and then just stand there awkwardly while they look and wait for Sarita to come in, and they're all like, "Is is she not? She's not coming? Where's Where's Serena? Is anybody where Serena is?" And then they'll kind of stand there, and then they still go through the whole process of Matt yeah, coming out. Yeah, that was out. weird. That was handing them all roses. Like I guess he could have at that point decided, like, "Oh, but I." Because I, I, I can almost guarantee I would put money on the fact that he was going to pick Serena and probably send Bree home. Yeah, and she, like, makes the point of, like, I can't ask yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I just, yeah, so it, it would have been, it may be possible that maybe he would have sent Bree home, too, but, um, yeah, nope, he gives roses to all three of them that are left, and they will be in fantasy suites next, next time. Mm-hmm. Is that your? What was that? That was like a spooky ooh. I mean, who knows? Who knows? That what's wasn't like. Ooh. It was like, is it haunted? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you don't know. My like God, it is the date. Shining Hotel. It's mm-hmm. the haunting. Is your kind of fantasy suite date? Yeah. Wow. So ghost hunting. I've never seen that before. That'd be fun. Yeah, do something different. They did ghost hunting in the Bachelorette. That's when she sent that one dude home. Uh, Wait, I don't remember this at all. He had the nickname. Oh, easy. Oh yeah. They did oh, like a weird haunted house thing. You're and then right. He, and then he was like, "I'm falling in I love, love with you." I love that date. That and was she so was fun. Like, I completely not, forgot. I'm gonna send you home. And then easy got sent home. I yeah. loved. Easy was great. That was. I know. Well, I'm glad they tasted that date different. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Her cool. and Zach are thriving. They are thriving. Ooh. Well, there yeah. has been a haunted house date. You're right. You're right. I, I know. Forgot. I know. I know. Now you're you're just a better bachelor historian than me already. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take my crown. This and uh, this is actually not as painful as I thought I'd be. So this is yeah. good. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm here for this. This is easy. I'll accept it. Okay. You better give it a choice. I'll just try to be the funny, quippy one now. But, All right. Well, uh, that's that's good. Best. Glad you understand. We didn't have to have a conversation mm-hmm. after the podcast. This is great. Maybe I could listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this episode is mm-hmm. very boring. And then we see the preview for uh, next week is going to be The Women Tell All, which is so usually they'll do like two shows where they'll have uh, like a live audience and they'll have the cast there. So they'll be um the, the women tell all or the men tell all there's bachelorette mm-hmm. where everybody except for whoever's still on the show so the top four people are going to not be on this episode they don't give anything away mm-hmm. um but the the rest of the cast will be there to then you know be interviewed classic reality television style and mm-hmm. you know that'll be dramatic and annoying and whatever sometimes it's interesting but uh, yeah, who knows? Can we but, talk about Matt's beard? Okay, so this is exactly what I was going to say. Is I was watching it with a friend, and uh, as soon as he came out with a beard, my friend just gasped. was like, oh, he's alone. Oh, yeah. He didn't choose anybody. <laughs> he's single. <laughs> and I died. But yeah, like, that is that is the beard of a single man. He's uh-huh. well, I, or Or he did pick somebody, and they have since broken up. Could so, also be true. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. It's yeah, we'll see. Uh, he also just looks sad. Um, yeah, he did. He looked rough. Yeah, he didn't look. He didn't look. Well, he's yeah. not been. That was filmed recently, so he's been having a hard time. So I would, yeah, not true. be surprised. True. 
it yeah it's the women tell all it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be a lot of drama mm-hmm. uh, oh and then sorry the the other live thing that will happen is the after the final rose which as it sounds will be recorded with the whole cast and after the finale they're usually with the finales at the same time sometimes yeah who knows whatever but no yes. uh, no chris harrison for that right supposedly Not this time. so uh that'll be interesting it's gonna be weird it's whatever the season's very <laughs> we i'm very excited for bachelor in paradise because apparently that's where like the shit goes off so mm-hmm, that'll be fun mm-hmm. um this season's just and it's not covid's fault like this one is just i am not sure <laughs> what their goal was with any of this it was it was strange because they had such a a good setup and like an important thing to do right they were like this is the first black bachelor this is like this is important like this is actually as silly as the bachelor is in the show and everything like it is a good representation for like society and what is happening in our world and Mm -hmm. like it's a good like ph test right for for a lot of actual goings-ons in the world so right for them to like take this and have this pretty decent responsibility of like we are going to be furthering representation in a very popular franchise and like you know do this and then to then focus a majority of the season on all this drama and not on the diversity and like not actually getting to know women or like raising like people of color up on a platform like it's just yeah i think that's like what's putting like a bad taste in my mouth for this season it was like it was like a they they put forth this like image of what they wanted to show just to like please some people but then they went back to their same bullshit of like let's just ruin everybody's lives actually though that sounds more fun and it's just like i don't i don't i feel like the audience of it has matured more than they realize like i think that might work for some people to see that drama but the the audience of the bachelor like people are starting to like it for more than just like the drama the drama can be entertaining sure but like like you've mentioned i would love to have seen more about them and their actual personalities and like what do they want from life and how yeah. are their actual lives going to work like i find that interesting and i would like to see more of that and less of the cattiness at the house <laughs> and you know yeah. maybe they'll actually like learn a lesson from this season maybe they'll actually understand that maybe the demographic is changing maybe they can mm-hmm. actually take more risk and actually show personality or like i am still wondering when it'll happen maybe have the first like not straight bachelor slash bachelorette i do think we're a long way from that but yeah Yeah, same would be interesting i I will i will say it will my i will put money on this now when that finally happens it's going to be a bisexual woman i think it would be easier to market i would be surprised if they did like a spin-off that was that um but not like the main show you know yeah that would be interesting because it's yeah, well, because I mean, apparently Bachelor in Paradise already tackled that situation, which I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, well, once. This happened once. Well, you know, still. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, and the, it, was it, does. it sounded staged. Which, it, is, it was, was 100% a staged. foreign Bachelor yeah. that handled this, too. Oh, yeah, there was the, uh, yeah. It, was, it was it either Korean? Tha- it was either Thailand or, like, Vietnam, a country, uh, like, an Asian country, but I, I can't remember which one, yeah. but... But yeah, we're we're two of the contestants left together and yeah. stayed together. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Good for them. They 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 went there and found love. 
Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see if they learn. I mean, th- this is like a huge, huge moment for them with just like the diversity and everything. So hopefully they learn from that. And with that, other things can, can kind of come because I don't know. Like, I like the show. I don't want to stop watching the show, even if it's problematic. Like, I, I would right. like for them to learn from their mistakes and choose to, to do, do better and be better and be a better platform as opposed to like, like I've seen a lot of right. people saying they want to um, boycott the show. And like, I don't think that's necessarily the right move. But maybe at, at, at some point, if they refuse to change or do anything, but I don't know. Yeah. We I shall don't know see. I don't think people will, like boycott the show. We'll see what they do with the next season. Well, the next season is like Bachelor or er, Paradise, right? What do they call mm-hmm. that? Is it Bachelor in Paradise? Paradise. Yeah, and just it's Bachelor in Paradise. And then it's everybody's just there to free for all, or so uh, it'll is there start actually like, off, one person? Nope, no. It starts off. Um, it's literally filmed at like a resort in Mexico usually. So, and it'll start off with a, you know a handful of people. So a handful of guys, a handful of girls. Uh-huh. And they'll have like a couple of days and some of them will get date cards, some of them won't. And regardless, they'll all just be chilling at this resort together. So they can talk, they can go hang out in the hot tub, they can go drink, they can do whatever for the whole time. And then the rose ceremonies that come, there'll be, you know, more guys than girls for the fir- first week or, uh, or the other way around. Mm-hmm. So then the guys will have to pick the girls or the girls will pick uh, the guys and then some of them will have to go home. And then after that, we'll sprinkle in more. So, like, a couple more guys will show up. And then, you know, a couple more girls will show up. And then it starts creating mm-hmm. these, like, love triangle dynamics and issues and stuff. And then that goes on for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's it's intense. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. That sounds great. I'm actually very excited to watch this. I Yeah. That's the thing I, is, like, it's it's so much better than the normal show, but you have to watch the normal show to know who the people are because it makes it more fun to, like, already right. have recognized, like, whoever gotcha. shows up. And so they're all past contestants, too. Yeah. It's like it's like Smash when you get, like, a new DLC <laughs> character. It's like, oh, like, my God. oh, yeah, Heather entered the ring. Sweet. Heather. <laughs> That's great. I am very excited for that, especially because this season was a go let down. Yeah my favorite but uh hopefully it'll be worth it i mean as like two people who came into bachelorette and bachelor for the very first time we got like the covid edition right which is like yeah, yeah. Real very stuff. different yeah and i think that's what like i even like the chaos of the bachelorette because not only did they not only did the bachelorette bachelorette have to face covid problems they had to face the dale and what's called the dale problem where four episodes at not even four episodes she was just like well i found dale he's the one I." it was like two yeah yeah Yeah, they're they're a mess but i think i think taisha was actually an excellent bachelorette yeah Um, yeah, she was great issues with like covid and like just things being awkward aside because because of how they had to film it uh, i think she was a great bachelorette so i enjoyed watching her season still me too yeah, yeah that was fun. a good time. And um, actually, speaking of Tasha, she just had a um, Marie Claire shoot. And yes, she looked, she looked amazing. fucking stunning. Yes, good for her. So she's shouts queen. to her. She's fucking Lily. She's great. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for next week. Um, it ends next week, right? It's over? Mm-hmm. No. No? No. What? No, no it's not over. over. Oh, he doesn't uh, choose? No, no, babe, no. you weren't even paying attention. Next week is the Women Tell All. Oh, 
the tell-all, and then they might do it, they actually might do two episodes next week, That's, they've done that before, where they do the women tell-all one day, and then, like, Monday, and then Tuesday will be the actual episode of Fantasy Suites, and then oh. the next week will be, like, they'll be, they might be two separate that's episodes, I'm not sure. interesting, because I feel like the women tell-all, like, that's so dangerous to air before the show concludes. Well, they no, they don't have it. the last final four. So it's not necessarily live, and yeah, and the, the final four are not there. So it's just it's more like a concentration on the drama that happened with the girls who have been eliminated already. Interesting. And they wouldn't air anything that gave anything away. Well, other I, than well, the I just deep mean sadness like, in Matt's eyes. Exactly. That's what I mean. You can't like, avoid. <laughs> the dude walks in with this big old beard, and like he's like, "Fuck, I gotta go through this again." Type of look on his mm-hmm. face. To me, that's like so telling. We're like just. If we just save that for post everything, nope, they do it. It's it's uh. That's, I mean, mm, yeah. I don't like that. Classic. Editing wise, that's a nightmare. It'll, it's just gonna be like Victoria yelling at yeah. everybody and MJ yelling at everybody and that's, I guess Brittany so. being sad probably. Probably. Yeah. So like I said, I'm excited to see that shit show. Um, TBH. Um, hope there's some streaming. Um, sure. But yeah, anyone else have anything else to add? No. I don't think so. That's all uh, I got. Beautiful. Uh, well, do we want to say who we think uh, is leaving? I think we we correctly both or all thought that Serena was going to be leaving. Oh um, yeah. But we thought um, it was going to be his choice, not her choice. So interesting. Right. I was not expecting her to dump him. Um, or sorry, say you're not my person. Um. That is dumping. But yeah, I think Bree's gone next week. Yeah, or I pretty solidly round. think Rachel is who gets chosen at the end. You think it's Rachel? Yeah, and especially after that, like we didn't see anything negative from her family. Like her family mm-hmm. looked fine. So, who, like, Rachel? Me, was, yeah. Like, uh, I, I, thought, mean, they, I thought Rachel was the most aggressive. For me, Michelle's family felt the most like genuine mm-hmm. at the end. Rachel's family felt super I mean, aggressive. I'd be stressed to be around that. Yeah, but I don't think this necessarily. It was. It wasn't edited to be like a bad thing. Like, like none of the racial stuff or anything was brought up, or none of the. They they made sure to stay away from any narrative that was like problematic with them, and like I think that was a choice because they're very much trying to avoid that, not just because of, you know, avoiding that in general, but also because they want to. They don't associate that with her anymore because I think she was picked. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think she wins. I think I think you're right. I think Bree's not gonna survive after Fantasy Suites. We'll see. Yeah, I think her inkling of being on the chopping block is is there. <laughs> yeah, or they're doing that to throw us. Who knows? Yeah, because like I would be. I really think Michelle and Rachel are final too. Yeah. I mean, like I would be hard pressed for them for Michelle not to be. We've just seen so little of his connection with Brie. Like, we've seen him have a great connection with mm-hmm. Michelle. But Brie is like, eh, he's falling for her. But Michelle, it seems like much more like he was like, oh, dang, like, I could see this. So, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any, I guess those are closing thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, then I guess we'll be back next week to um we'll figure it out if it's gonna be one giant episode where we recap both women tell all and the episode or if we do two episodes we'll figure it out but you guys will be along for the ride um hell yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
um, in that case, uh, anything else you guys want to share before we leave? Anything fun, exciting, interesting going on in your lives? Anything you want to share or talk about? I have nothing interesting going on in my life. Oh, my God. I just go to work and school, and that's it. Yeah, I, I feel boring. that. I go to work and come home. So I feel mm-hmm. that. I feel that. Um, yeah. No? All right. Well, that was depressing. Uh, so. Rip. I'm no, sorry. I, just, I think we're just tired. No, I, yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. We're all gonna go to bed. It's eight twenty-two. Drink another glass of wine and yes. play Animal Crossing, and then go to sleep. Love that go. for you. Yeah, I'm gonna read wonderful. a book and have some water. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, then goodbye, everybody. Peace. Bye.